Hamdistrict Studios. Thank District you. Terrors. Hamdistrict Terrors. <laughs> Thanks for coming in. <laughs> Thank How you. you Very good. Yeah. yeah. Busy. Very busy. Mm, the door. Lots of planning. Yeah. Well, <laughs> so then, what you're here to talk about? What, what has like what, what have you been doing at the moment? Uh, as Sinead said, lots of planning. Uh, mm. This is the time of year we don't have a lot of kind of corporate gigs on. It's kind of more just trying to get our all our books in order after the mayhem that was November and yeah. December. So the boring yeah. stuff. No. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all the well, all the uh, boring but absolutely necessary. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, we're also working on a few interior design projects, oh, cool. which you're pretty excited about as well. So yeah. it's a bit of a new field. Um, we've done a little bit of it before, but it kind of seems like a natural progression considering that um, like we come in and tra- transform spaces for events. Mm-hmm. So we've just had people contact us asking for things that were a little bit more permanent. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. Um, it's something that we definitely are looking to explore mm. uh, this year and potentially further if it goes well. Mm-hmm. And what, what's the separate sort of challenges for, say, dressing a wedding in comparison to someone's home forever? <laughs> I suppose it, it has to last. Yeah. <laughs> most fe- or most events that we dress, we kind of assume that a lot of the stuff isn't going to last, mm. even the night, because people get a little bit handsy yeah. after a few drinks, which is fine. Especially Irish people, actually. It's unreal. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so I think it's the kind of, this needs to be permanent, um, is a, a definite challenge that we'll have to come up yeah. against now. So will there be disco balls in the limb rooms? Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. <laughs> kind of doing more bars and restaurants at the moment. Oh, so it's not like interiors for... Like no, no, not... Yeah. But like open to that yeah, as yeah. well. Uh, I think we'll probably be a little bit out there, as you say, disco balls in the living room. But, yeah. you know, there are people who want that. Absolutely. So, yeah. What was the sort of highlight of last year then? We're going to get into the Glitter Tits um, idea yeah. and the project, but... Uh, in terms of last year, you guys did so much. So, what was there? Is there a particular highlight? We do. You know, we were going through this just before um, when we were doing our countdown to New Year's. I like. I think going to New York and doing House of Yes mm. was such a. Did put up recently about that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We got to work with obviously all our really close friends, and House of Yes themselves are such an amazing, incredible collective that mm. they just put on such amazing parties. It's really. Uh, they're great to see what how what they can do, mm-hmm. especially in New York, you know. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, yeah, it was great to be able to go. Yeah, it was real and experience it. <laughs> and it was a challenge as well, I suppose, because like, you know, you're talking to like seven or eight people, ten people in a thread or something, and the thread is going on for like six or seven months, mm. and um, you're trying to kind of like. Uh, speak the right language because I suppose like things are just communicated differently over stateside mm-hmm, yeah. and pull things together in terms of like project management kind of logistics side of things mm. and make sure that like you know we're coming to their house so it's kind of like we want to make sure that we're you know not stepping on anyone's toes and that yeah. you know we're all coming together to bring the collective vision mm-hmm. to life um, which can be a little bit more challenging with time differences and mm-hmm. not actually have ever met Me- any of these people, people. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. before other than like maybe like the odd Skype, Skype chat you know yeah and then, like, just arriving and being like, okay, cool. Where do we get, like, hardwood in the middle of New yeah, York? Yeah. <laughs> like, like, Don't have the usual supplies. Like, yeah. yeah. So you could, like, go, like, scavenging, like, level 11, you know, to yeah, kind of yeah. find yeah. all the things that you need. Um, but I think uh, we're actually going to head back again um, later this year. Mm-hmm. Cool. And uh, I'm hoping, well, we're both hoping that it'll, be, it'll probably be a lot easier this time. Yeah, yeah. We've done it once, Joe. For sure, but, yeah. Uh, yeah, that was definitely It's kind of exciting, though. It was. It was Running through, like, Chinatown with, like, 175 bags hanging off us. And, like, Sinead was like, we're going this way. You're like, no, Sinead, that's not how we get the subway. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm absolutely, like, I'm hopeless when it comes to, like, subways in any country. Yeah. yeah. It's like, D, I'll just count the stops, but you please figure out where we're going. <laughs> <laughs> I, 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 I,
in Dublin, so it's fine. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, and was there a different work ethic? Um, like, what's the sort of different dynamic that they have that you mentioned? I think they were. They see they this is they do it every week, every mm. day. They have a, an event on. So they, for us, it was a massive big thing to mm. be there. But for them, it's like you know, it's just another Friday, yeah, you know. Yeah, and it is, yeah. the night that we did was like their monthly, um, it's their monthly night that they run themselves. So they're this is so like second nature to them. Yeah, yeah. So I think they were a bit more relaxed, and we were all coming in like, oh my god, where do we go? Yeah, I'm sure they um, that they're doing a tall tales or something though. Yeah, yeah, because exactly, yeah, you don't have the same suppliers, and yeah. you're not used to it. But um, but no, like. They were they were actually really really helpful and really open, yeah. um, which I think was our main. As Shanae says, going into their house was our main nerves was like people being like, no, you can't do that, you can't mm. do that. But they were really wel- welcoming, so it was great. Cool. Yeah. Um. So the glitter tits project. Tell us mm. a little bit about the ethos behind that. Do you want to go? Exactly. Well, I, I don't know if we like entirely in line with the press release, but a friend of ours, um, and mm-hmm. love the shout out as well, Colin O H. Um, he is a LGBT friend of ours, and also Sarah Byrne, who's a friend of ours, who's a, mm-hmm. a lovely lady who produces her own music. She's part of Fawn and also her own music project called Blood Woman. Um, so she's done lots of music production courses. Colm O'H would like to get into DJing. He's like the most amazing taste in music. Mm-hmm. Um, I suppose that they kind of have always felt a little uncomfortable um, in like a very male-dominated uh, mm-hmm. learning environment. Mm-hmm. And um, I suppose that kind of like inspired us then to be like, okay, cool, this is obviously like um, like an issue that some people are having and how can we solve it? And I think that's kind of where uh, Glitterships was, uh, the, the like seed was planted mm-hmm. in a sense, yeah. you know? I think, no, no, I think it was just, no, just uh, I think it was more kind of um, a kind of a real fun element like it's kind of like teaching people but not really taking it so seriously yeah. mm. and I think um, as Sinead saying a lot of them are very kind of very serious environments that are a little intimidating mm-hmm. for people especially coming off the bat um, someone who has absolutely no experience um, with DJing or even putting together tracks it's kind of like it's you know you can know nothing and mm. you're not going to be judged for it mm. um, so it's just kind of creating that safe environment where people can come in with no experience and just feel comfortable that mm. they can be honest with how much or little they know mm-hmm. so um, was there yeah. one catalyst moment that sort of pushed you really okay we, we need to do something like this um, I think see obviously we book our own events and we would be very aware of the people who contact us mm-hmm. and just know like realizing that we get a predominantly male DJs contacting us rather than predominantly female um so it's kind of like you know that's something that is very evident as bookers that we know that there's maybe there isn't as many as there should or could be mm-hmm. um and i suppose it's just trying to get a foothold for them yeah absolutely yeah um, I suppose because like we're uh, both two women like in business and we haven't like we didn't go to business school or anything so like <laughs> yeah. this could be applied to the music industry as well you know <laughs> so it's quite like daunting to go into an environment where you don't necessarily like um, you, you're learning like you know you don't mm-hmm. really know um, and you're there to learn so like you it, it feels really nice being in a space where um, you know you don't feel uncomfortable because uh, I think that when you feel comfortable enough to be in a learning like uh, environment that you learn so much more because you're not so self-conscious about the fact that you are there to learn for sure yeah yeah um, and you mentioned the sort of like hyper masculine nature of clubbing and um, do you think it's always been like that or do you think that's a new thing or do you think it's better a little bit better now that there's more sort of diversity or yeah I just I'd, I'd like to go into a little bit more detail on how you see the sort of landscape of, of, yeah. of club culture um, 
I, I see. I couldn't really comment about what it used to be like because yeah. obviously I yeah. know from what what I've experienced. Um, and we'd obviously attend a lot of LGBTQ kind of nights and events ourselves, so we would see it from that aspect. But I think um, you know you can see a lot of brands, which usually isn't a good indicator of where things are going. Uh, like uh, Smyrna, yeah, have one that they have very much their need fifty percent of the lineup to be yeah. females. Um, and I know it's sometimes that's detrimental because sometimes you're getting to people who aren't necessarily the most, I suppose, experienced to be on that lineup. But it's like just to encourage uh, a greater conversation about um, equality within, especially the music industry. Sure, yeah. Mm. Um, and you guys are obviously so well traveled and you travel parties. You haven't just like traveled these places, actually traveled parties and mm. all over the world. Do you think it's uh, it's a bros thing everywhere? <laughs> Or do you think it's like, is it, is it localised to Ireland and the UK? Or, you know, not going to LGBTQ nights? Mm. Are clubs, like, inherently sort of bros-driven? <laughs> bros. <laughs> God, <laughs> don't ever say that. <laughs> 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 if we had to podcast with it, I did in the comments in my hand, that joke should be anything. I am not, I am not agreeing with that. Yeah. <laughs> it's funny that you call them bros, because, like, I kind of call them divas a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> channeling their inner yeah yeah sure um but i do think that there's like it can be a little bit like clicky in that Mm. environment i suppose so Mm. like if you're not a part of it um you're just kind of spectating from the sideline and Mm. then it makes it even more like daunting to kind of take a step out and get outside your comfort zone and actually like curate music Mm. for other people to listen to Mm. um so it's like I don't know if it's just across Ireland in the UK. Like, I kind of got a little bit of that vibe when we were in the stateside as well. Okay. We were at Burning Man two years in a row, and mm. it's quite, from what I could see, very, like, male-dominated. Everyone, everywhere that we went to see playing music, every stage that we went to, it was pretty much, like, 90% male. Mm-hmm. Um, and, like, that's grand. You I mean, that's everyone, that's their buzz or whatever. But, yeah. like, it, it's just nice to see that the conversation is being opened up um, mm-hmm. to encourage um, you know women to kind of and people from the LGBTQ community to like come out of the shells and really like experiment and even like you know DJs like Honey Dijon and stuff coming out and like they're just becoming these great role models mm-hmm. for um, building other people's self-confidence to bring them to that place where mm-hmm. they're able to like experiment I suppose it's not taking opportunities away from people it's just giving opportunities to people who never had them before yeah yeah, exactly. yeah. Um, besides from the projects that you're doing are there any other ways you feel like the dance community can be a little bit more inclusive um yeah I see that's a tricky one um I'm talking more I suppose punters because I was gonna a follow up question was yeah do you think people with influence like what they can do but I mean as like yeah. a general punter who's like listening to this mm-hmm. who maybe goes to you know your, your nights and mm-hmm. then could easily find themselves at like index at a mad techno night you yeah. know like someone who's just really into like club culture yeah and um, what, what what could they do to be a little bit more inclusive or, or to try and try and like tip the balance I suppose I think it's trying I think to be honest it's like go to clubs or events that you wouldn't necessarily wouldn't like don't just always go to the same thing yeah and I think that was a huge thing for us working with um, House of Yes so when we collaborated with them it was actually on their fetish night and this mm-hmm. is something that we've never really it's not something we've done before ourselves so it was a real eye opener in how they approach this kind of like it's a really over well it's not overly but it's a sexualized environment yeah but like they have consent accords which is basically girls and lads walking around who are kind of going 
um, what you can and cannot do. Yeah. And if you feel uncomfortable within an environment, you can go up and talk to them. Um, and that was brilliant for us. Mm. We were like, geez, this is amazing. You can bring Not this. Not even for, a, for like a fetish club, like that should yeah. just be like across the board. Yeah. yeah. Full That's stop. so interesting. Like, yeah. I like the whole idea of consent and um, obviously like we try to really hammer that home within our own events. Um, and then our last event, which was in Tengu, which was the Love Nest, like the whole thing was about consent and you know being happy with where you are and being free and like you know you can wear as little as you want but you shouldn't feel uncomfortable Mm -hmm. like people shouldn't make you feel like you're there to be groped or looked Mm. at or that kind of stuff Mm. so I think it's kind of just broadening your horizons and trying out new clubs maybe like just this isn't necessarily my music but maybe I'll just see what's kind of style what's happening there Mm. um because once you do that I think it really um broadens your perspective yeah exactly And it makes you a bit more of aware of what is going on. Because I think if you go to the same small space mm. and the same with traveling and stuff, it's best to get out and see what else people are doing everywhere in the world. It shouldn't just be within this small confined space because you, then you just become um, a reflection of just that space. Yeah. Mm. That's so interesting because it is the kind of real holistic approach to saying what you want it. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Um, it's a really holistic approach to uh, you know it's not just like because you're like that last event talking about mm-hmm. you know consent with the punters and then it's like mm-hmm. you know trying to advance with the DJs it's like I suppose it doesn't just stop at one part of club culture it has to be a sort of really no. like, well-rounded thing yeah, yeah. actually just as a side note to that as well there's a club that just opened called Grace in oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, 3940 and um, it's like an LGBTQ uh, techno night mm-hmm. um, and they're kind of like really promoting like um, please don't take pictures with your phones at this um, do you know what I mean this is a safe space so please feel free to come here as you are and you'll be free of that judgment which I think is such a brilliant um, flag to fly for any club night to just like set some That's rules very or ba- yes set some <laughs> rules or boundaries like just um, just as a I think if you give people guidelines they will adhere to them to one extent or another mm-hmm. and then you're kind of setting the bar for you know setting an example for other club nights potentially yeah. in the city mm-hmm. you know Amazing, but you, yeah. you you create your own culture yeah so like I think in House yes, it's very much that they're like it's very American there's lists and you get like a, <laughs> before you even enter the yeah, door you're like this is what you can and kind of do I think it would be yeah. tricky yeah. and like similar with work out and stuff you know you don't even need, there is no rules yeah. but like everyone kind of inherently kind of knows yeah, them yeah. but they so it's trying to I suppose find the balance and stuff what, yeah. what suits your environment what suits your club culture with is in Dublin at the moment and what can you um uh, I suppose introduce yeah yeah mm-hmm. um, and, and what's been your what's been your proudest moment um since you've done the glitter tits program um within the glitter tits program just yeah like, itself. like oh, yeah. What, what has it achieved that you or you know what person you've seen grow that's or like that's yeah. gonna love this <laughs> <laughs> like, um, so one of our uh, students like She's just kind of an absolute, like, boss bitch, you know? Mm-hmm. And uh, she came in, she came to all the classes. She really loved it. We yeah, Damien is like, she had yeah. so much research, Brilliant. like, literally <laughs> plethora of music and loads of interest and stuff. She's just, yeah. She's yeah. really kind of taken off. As yeah. Well. yeah. Pardon? Who, who was it again? Her name's Greta. Greta. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I can't pronounce her last name. It's Shul. Sure. I think she's. I think her DJ name's Greta. Anyway, it's just so. Greta. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, she, so she's gone on to play Lamo Club um, and Spinster as a result. Um, she's mm. played a few of our events, including our Love Nest recently. And she just like such a sound bird, and she just looks like she's really having the best time ever mm. up there mm-hmm. as well. So you can't help 
but enjoy yourself listening to her music because yeah. like her yeah. her energy is like infectious you know so mm-hmm. that's it's really kind of been nice to see her come mm-hmm. to that's really great to see like an actual tangible like, uh, person doing well from yeah like, that must be really nice yeah because I think because um, Dylan uh, our social media manager he kind of took uh, is kind of very much under his wing um, so he was there for every class and I remember when we were doing the end like kind of party and he's like I'm so nervous for everyone but he's <laughs> like when, after they all finish he's like I'm just so proud yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it was like yeah, we're all like Whew, thank god yeah. <laughs> but no they did they did fantastic and it's really really nice to see that they're still going on with it it's not just they did a course and they actually learned something for it because it was the first time that we've done it and we as we said we did it in a more kind of casual setting it was mm. more um we're not going to take it too seriously but we are going to you know it is a serious we do want you to learn um but yeah i think it was great to see that people actually took a lot away from it yes mm-hmm. um so this weekend there will be a quite a short turnaround with this and is the course full at the moment it is yeah so yeah so yeah yeah what so it's in the shaw yeah this, week, this weekend whatever day it is, it's know, sunday it's, sunday it's 10th yeah. yeah it's, the tenth. it's yeah. for it's two hours so it's yeah. it's more just um it's more just a taster okay, oh cool. and it's gonna it's with amy from the boom who she was one of our tutors last time and she was that was a great response for her. she's fantastic she's really uh, again she's really into her music so it's yeah, yeah. she's a turbo techno DJ as <laughs> yeah, well she is amazing surprise, surprise. <laughs> 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 yeah no she did a really good job with our, our last uh, round of glitter students mm. so this is kind of just like a taster for anyone who's ever wanted to dip the toe and like mm-hmm. you know get a taste for it I suppose and hopefully we will be running uh, our second round of glitter tits later on this year mm-hmm. um, we've just had such an immense uh, response from the last one like it sold out in like 20 minutes and then mm-hmm. um, we just have a, like a lengthy list of people who are really interested in wanting to know when the next one's going to be out and like finding tutors how did you find that was it is that an easy I, process too? Well, I suppose we'd know a lot of them. Yeah. A lot, either a lot of them would either play for us or we'd know quite closely just from working within the industry and stuff. But um, but most of them were fantastic because we wanted to keep tickets really affordable as yeah. well. Um, and then we there was a lot, like it was a um, sponsored event for us where we obviously didn't take anything from it. Mm. Um, so the, a lot of the uh, tutors kind of, they did it for us very very economically really. yeah, <laughs> so, yeah. um, so next time I think we'd like to be able to um, uh, give our tutors a bit more yeah. and we obviously respect the time and hours and energy that they put into it sure, as well yeah, but uh, yeah no, it was really easy They were everyone was really down with it actually they were all really um, into the idea and the concept so it was kind of an easy sell for them amazing well keep us in the loop with uh, for the mm. next course yeah, yeah absolutely yeah. And, uh, yeah congrats hope Sunday goes well and hope uh, hope the programme goes well going forward Thank you very much. Thank you. Thank you.